Next up is Jason Wildey. Hey, Matt, could you just talk a little bit about... Hey, good. Let's keep it under 25 minutes, all right? Oh, somebody's been on Twitter. Um, hey. How's it going, everybody? This is Joey from Underage Packers. Today, joining me, as always, as usual, as it typically used to be, it's Big B. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. Kind of kind of tired, but <laughs> we're going strong here. Well, we are doing it. You got to gotta be back for the preview, uh, especially now that we're good friends with Aaron Rodgers. He's probably watching us, so... Anything for you, Aaron. So today, me and Big B are going to be previewing this Panthers game coming up, talking about my uh, newfound fame uh, and my new best friend. So let's do it. I'm so excited. Uh, let's talk about this Panthers game first. I think this is a really interesting team. Um, one of those, There's a lot of teams this year that I feel like the record is not uh, very representative of their talent. And I think that yeah. the Panthers are a team like that. Um, the Chargers are another one of those teams. Um, and I think it's mostly because they have a lot of young players. The Panthers, uh, they probably have the defensive rookie of the year on their side, a, a very good kind of a Jibril Peppers. <laughs> That's what he reminds me of as a safety linebacker hybrid on the defense. Um, they have a lot of talent there. Um, they held up good with the Chiefs. So I don't think this is quite an easy game that some people are making it out to be. But the Packers, the only thing that would stop the Packers is a good defense. The Panthers have a, a good defense. It's kind of inconsistent, but they've also played very, very well against good defenses. Back-to-back, uh, -back, the Colts, the Bears, they played very well against those two tough defenses. Um, so, Big B, where do you think um, right now, how would you rate this? Is Do you think – um, the national media and the Packers media are giving the Packers a win too early, uh, too much confidence in them, or do you think uh, this is a, a pretty easy game for the Packers? Um, I really think that this is not going to be as easy as people think. Mm -hmm. Like you said, I think Carolina is going to come in and really put up a fight against us. Their defense yeah. is pretty legit, I think, in my opinion at least. Yeah. Um, and I think Teddy Bridgewater could give us some troubles as well if we can't contain him, really. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about Teddy Bridgewater. I think yes. he has a maybe a similar play style to Jalen Hurts. He can get out of the pocket, maybe not uh, the same way he did before his almost career-ending injury. It should have been a career-ending yeah. injury, um, but he's still pretty mobile out there. Uh, he definitely deserves to be a starting quarterback. Um, the one thing that I see in him, is he can give you an interception. Now, it feels like we've said that about five or six quarterbacks we face this year, and we have, <laughs> what, five interceptions. So, you know, it uh, can never be promised. But I think Teddy Bridgewater, uh, maybe we get some pressure on him. He throws up an unfavorable pass, and it's lying in the hands of Trey Alexander. Big B, do you see the Packers uh, getting uh, a few turnovers this game? Yeah, they could they could definitely get a few turnovers. I think if um, if Bridgewater targets who's your number one, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, they've been targeting him a lot this year. Mm -hmm. Jair can get under a couple of them, maybe two interceptions. I don't I'd know. Love to see it. That's <laughs> a lot, but yeah, I can definitely see us getting a couple turnovers and a lot of sacks. Yeah, those wide receivers scare me a little bit. I mean, 
Um, if they have Christian McCaffrey, I definitely think they have another win or two on the season. Um, and their wide receivers aren't that bad. Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, and like you just mentioned, Robbie Anderson, who the Packers were fighting aggressively to go after last season. Um, and that's kind of been the Packers' uh, death uh, this season a little bit. They've had a trouble regarding um, wide receivers that can get get free after the catch, get some yards after the catch. Uh, and DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, those guys are going to kill you in that department as well as um, uh, Robbie Anderson. So it's going to be really tough um, to, uh, you know, completely shut down the Panthers defense, you know, just throw it over the middle to Christian Kirksey and boom, you got a 50 yard pass. That's, I mean, that's all I got to say. So the defense, the Packers defense, I think the biggest thing is going to have to be, and nobody's at this point, nobody is expecting the Packers defense to come out here and play a great game where you're saying, wow, the defense really kept us in this one, but the defense just, we just want the defense to do the bare minimum where instead of saving the game for us or making a big play, we're just hoping they don't mess it all up. You know, like that's, that's, really well all you can hope for this defense um so uh, looking at this upcoming schedule here big b you got the panthers the titans and the bears and then hopefully more than one playoff game is there a team that you can see could make the packers defense not able to do that bare minimum well of course it's the titans game like come on that's like the easiest question you ever gave me Got Derrick Henry, like that's yeah. all you need to know. It's just Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Like you just gotta try to contain him to at least three hundred yards, and we should win. You know. Yeah, exactly. And that game, I'm super excited for, mainly because of our guests we have on next week. But you know, um, it, it's gonna be really interesting. It's gonna be an offensive shootout. That's at least what I expect it to be. The Titans passing offense or passing defense rather is not too good to say the least. So you pretty much were able to get so far into the playoffs, get to the AFC championship game because they had Derrick Henry on offense and their defense was also really strong. So the defense has definitely fallen off a little bit here. Um, Rogers going to have to score at least five touchdowns next week. Um, That's all we can hope for that Titans game. Um, The bears offense, they scored 10 points outside of garbage time against us in week 12. 12 um and we'll have to see how much panthers can put up but their defense is going to have to keep them in the game for the panthers um and yeah that's formula for beating the packers and that's why i really don't uh, what based on what they've done this year i that's why i'm not scared of the packers going up against any playoff team because no defense has stopped them um and you just got to stop running backs from getting on a run so We'll have to see how this Packers defense holds up down the stretch, but I'm just hoping we can see the bare minimum from them and the offense continues what they do. So uh, looking uh, again at this Packers team here, I mean, we're a Packers podcast. That seems like something we should do here. Uh, So there's a lot of talk, you know, and I talked a little bit about this this past Monday. Uh, The Packers are frauds. You know, that was a big narrative last year. And to be frank, they were, um, but you know, and even this year, because they, what they only won by seven points to the Lions, the saints just lost to the Eagles, but they're not frauds. They're legit. 
And I'm not saying the Saints are frauds, but I'm just saying, can we be a little more consistent with our narratives here? You know, like I see people calling the Packers frauds. I saw someone, I sent you this, someone comparing, daring to compare the 2019 and 2020 Packers. Absolutely ridiculous. A little bit ridiculous. Um, it's like, And it's like, if if you know us, like the Packers in general, like you yeah. know we have a hard time in Detroit. Like every <laughs> exactly so, yeah like come on the idea that you have to be at every time by 30 every team by 30 is insane and I think that was a really good game by the Packers no matter who they were facing what the final score was I think they played really good um and yeah so hopefully this narrative that you have to beat every team by 30 drops the Saints aren't frauds the Packers aren't frauds um Bears, they don't have enough a good enough record to be fraud. So they they're frauds for having five wins anyways. They should be going yeah. 16. It was an easy schedule. Uh I love that narrative too. Um people love to pick and choose their narratives also about the MVP candidates. Um I think a lot of people, uh awesome segue right there, I gotta admit. Um yeah, a lot of people before the draft, and I I see quite a few people saying this. Rodgers doesn't have any weapons and you know we we spent enough time in the long three months of the offseason after the draft talking about that um and now Rodgers has had a great season but it's obvious it's due to the development of his weapons Robert Tunyon MVS I've talked enough about these role players and I talked about them on um JJ Lai's podcast probably pronounced that wrong on Daily Cheese um so and then you look over to the other side, Patrick Mahomes. It's two horse race between them. And yeah, I, I definitely see what people are saying that Rodgers doesn't have Tyreek Hill. He doesn't have Travis Kelsey. But in the in the midst of it all, I'm like, hey, let's let's give a little respect to A-Rod's weapon. So let's stop saying Rodgers only has Adams. Um, on the offense this year, Big B, uh, Rodgers has obviously had a lot of receivers step up. Who were you most surprised or shocked with uh, their their big improvement this year? Just wide receivers? Any offensive weapon. All right. I'm going with um, Robert Tunyon because mm-hmm. I thought Jay Sternberger was going to be, be in that role yeah. this year. Um, I can't believe how great Tan- Tunyon has been this year. Yeah. Saint Tunyon. But <laughs> – yeah, he has nine touchdowns this year, right? That's right, Tom. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's yeah, like it's and crazy. you know any tight end, you know, if he gets enough opportunities, can probably catch nine touchdowns from uh, Aaron Rodgers. But he's also been, uh, it just he's been able to get so wide open. It's insane. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's route running people not respecting his game enough. Um, but he's definitely been on a tear this season, and I'm so excited to see him, MBS, uh, in the playoffs as well as Vontae. And that's uh, another thing. I think, like, we could go on about why this uh, 2020 Packers team is so much better. Like, it is so much better. Um, and th- the main reason I would give to that is Aaron Rodgers' play. Um, Big B, would you agree with that, or is there another um, – player aspect that you think has immensely approved over this season um no I, I agree I mean mm-hmm. the com- comfortableness in the offense as well for yeah. everyone as well I think but yeah, yeah. I agree. 
Yeah, it's just in kind of combining those two of year two in the offense, Aaron Rodgers is to go mm-hmm. all of that great stuff. Uh, and you get this great product. Um, let's get into here um, playoffs. Uh, we're getting to that time, uh, the playoff teams. I'm most scared of the Packers beating the Packers. You look at mm-hmm. every loss they've had this year. Um, the, the, the Vikings game is interesting. They didn't have an answer for Dalvin Cook. But on the offense, I, I also think they did were absolutely awful. Uh, atrocious through that third and fourth quarter. They killed themselves there. Um, in Indy, they have four turnovers. They give Indianapolis the chance uh, to get the ball back and keep on driving down, just giving Jonathan Taylor those five-yard runs. In Tampa Bay, uh, they they decapitated themselves. They put themselves through immense torture. So, yeah, so it's like the only team I see – being able to beat the Packers is the Packers because they put out, they still put out very strong performances. A good, it's good defense. Um, and the defense has just continued to do the bare minimum, I guess. Um, Big B, would you say, is there a team that you think is stronger than the Packers in the NFC? No, not really. No. I mean, yeah. No. And, and that's where, you, like, every NFC team has their weakness. Uh, and I, I, I hate this that the people already, oh, the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl already. They're going to blow out whoever, whatever straggler comes through the tough battle in the NFC by 40. You know, um, there's a lot of ball game left, obviously, uh, any given Sunday. And that Sunday just might happen to be February 7th, you know. Um, I'm super excited for the playoffs. I'm excited for playoff football. I was also very excited uh, when Aaron Rodgers – recognized my videos now uh, you know the thing that sucks about this is like you know there there's casual football fans and everything how do I tell people that you know they have an idea of the Packers they know who Aaron Rodgers is they know why I love him but they have no clue who Jason Wildey is they have no clue how he takes 25 minutes they have no clue uh what a Packers press conference looks like so it's like and my only proof for Aaron Rodgers seeing my video is two 40-year-old men telling, yes, Aaron Rodgers saw it. You know, so it's it's hilarious. Um, and I almost it's weird because I'm like, hey, maybe it's a good thing that I can't explain that Aaron Rodgers loved my video to everybody. I can keep it more personal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely been insane. I I literally thought that video was absolutely awful. I guess. I thought it would do good just because the idea of it is pretty hilarious. Um, but I, I had this image of my mind. We do that a lot uh, here at Underage Packers. We have an image of our mind, what something will come out as. And when it doesn't look exactly like the image we had in our mind, we're like, all right, this is awful. So, you know, um, so the fact that Aaron got to Aaron Rodgers, thanks to our good buddy, Aaron Nagler. Uh, now I have another Aaron, I can call my buddy here. <laughs> yeah. And then Matt LaFleur uh, saying, are you done yet, Jason? That was absolutely phenomenal as well. Looking at his watch, I I feel like I want – I'm definitely going to plan on continuing that, that great series. Um, but I feel like every time it's not recognized by Aaron Rodgers, it's it's going to be a complete failure in my head. <laughs> um, I, I love Jason Wildey's comeback on that, though. Uh, you can tell he is 
hurt in his voice. Uh, somebody's been on Twitter. <laughs> the title of this episode, let's keep it under 25 minutes. Uh, Big B, it was just an excellent moment in my life. Yep, you are officially more famous than me and um, yeah. the king. And <laughs> Bow down to me. You know, it's much more rewarding when, like, I've I tried a lot of times, like, those stuff that like I don't put effort into my Twitter I have put more effort into underage Packers obviously but I don't put effort into my Twitter trying to get some algorithm or you know like a lot of people will be like I'm going to tweet out retweet this tweet if Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback of all time because they want tweets and follows but it is so much more rewarding when it's because you put a lot of hours into this five minute video you put a lot of thought into it uh, and it's your own original content. So I just wanted to say that. Um, thanks, everybody, for the sport. I mean, <laughs> I feel like we could put out a 10-second video on YouTube and 50 people would watch it. Um, so thank you, everybody, for the sport. I, I hope Aaron Rodgers is a subscriber of Aaron, uh, Underage Packers. I hope you are as well. Um, I guess let's wrap it up here, Big B. Key matchups for this Carolina Panthers game. Ooh, key matchups. I didn't even think about this yet. Um, <laughs> Gotta be right. Go Jair Alexander versus Robbie Anderson. I'm very oh. interested in this. Yeah. Um, Robbie Anderson puts up at least 20 points a week yep. in fantasy. So that's pretty probably why <laughs> I'm thinking about this. But I feel like this is just going to be a good matchup between the two. And I'm very intrigued. I got to um, ask you are, are you starting Robbie Anderson in fantasy this week? No, because I don't think right, you're going to lock his ass down. Yeah, thank you, uh, Batman. <laughs> um, yeah, no I never start anybody playing against Packers, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Kamal Martin covering the middle of the field. Um, you know, I think the Panthers' defense might put up a good match against the Packers, but if the Packers' defense can do just a teensy bit over the bare minimum, uh, Kamal Martin should be a big part of that then they should still win this game uh, by 15. Uh, keeping on that final score predictions, let's hear it, Big B. All right, we are going 38-24, Packers win, and it's going to be a good one. Packers yeah, are Saturday win. night football, I'm hyped for it. I'm going to oh, yeah. go with a little lower of a score, 31, <laughs> seven points, uh, 31-20. I think Packers are going to go score 20 in the first half and they'll slow down like usual not on purpose just because yeah. they have a big lead well everybody thanks so much for watching thanks for all the support this week me and big b should be back this monday or maybe this sunday to recap that carolina panthers game we'll be back uh saturday uh with west hakowitz of packers.com to preview the tennessee titans game thanks for watching any final words of wisdom big b um nfc north champions once again my first episode back since yep. then north champs and go pack go go pack go everybody uh that's all we got for you at underage packers go pack go